Stuck in my head now, Stav. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the podcast. None of one of it. Tell everyone. Tell from the start. It's okay. a it's a good joke. Okay. Uh, so obviously the postcode for Beverly Hills is nine zero two one zero, but yep. the postcode for Dawson's Creek is nine zero one zero eight for our life to be over. Nine zero one zero eight for our life to be over. I want to What is it? I get it. Sorry. Will it be? That's the theme tune to Dawson's Creek. You know, I guess how they say I don't want I don't want to wait. Yeah. But they go. I don't but 90108 is Dawson's Creek's wherever uh, the place is. It's not actually. I know, but that's the oh, joke, yeah, mate. Come right. on, I'm just, <laughs> I thought you might have thought no. that it was. Do you know what I learned yesterday? <laughs> what an amazing coincidence. <laughs> no. I, don't, I don't know what goes on. Do you know a movie reference that blew my mind about love, actually? Did anyone see that? By the way, I've got a pad. It's good. That's good. I like that. Thank you. Well, yeah. I know what, yeah. what happened to love, actually? You know the little kid in love, actually? Yes. Who is in love with the girl. And yes. he also ends up being in Game of Thrones. Mm. And Kira Knightley's character, who gets married, but the best Guy man at the wedding is in love. in love with him. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't like what he did at the end. That was Stalker-ish. not cute with the I signs at the I end. That was a dick move. It was cute. Dick move. But Kira Knightley and that young boy, yeah. when they filmed that, yeah. the age gap between them mm-hmm. was what? I don't know. Uh, 12 years? Five years. That boy, when he played that role, was 13 years of age. Right. That's creepy. He's a vampire. <laughs> how old? He doesn't how, age. How old was... He acting? He was acting as a seven-year-old, but he was actually 13. That's a bit weird. And Kira Knightley was 18. Yeah. And, but how old was the girl that was yeah. his love interest? Was she genuinely seven? They're generally older. They are generally older. Like the Olsen twins when they were on Full House were 32. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make the scenes as cute when they're in the bath, does it? <laughs> no, but uh, now I'm going to go back and watch that show very differently. There's a little bit of trivia for you. <laughs> okay, let's get the podcast on. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit 105. Isabel is having a baby. Is it a problem for you to have me hanging around? Please welcome Natalie Bassingfly. Love having this girl in the studio. Lovely to see her. You can see her on Neighbours again. What? Natalie Bassingthwaite is in the studio. Hi. Hello, hello. Back on Neighbours. Never thought we'd see that. I know, right? It's been coming for a while. Well, they've been asking me for a while, so I thought I'd better give in and just do it. Oh, was, that, is it was that what it is? Is it like, you know, it's like a husband when he asks his wife for something. He asks the first time, but he knows if I just keep tapping away at this, I know finally. Why were you reluctant to do it then? Um, I always just, you know, I've always been of the belief of if you close, you, you just got to let things lie and like move on to other things. And yeah, if you close one door, other doors will open. And so I was just ready to kind of leave that over there. And I don't know, they kind of kept coming back year after year and they're like, come on. Like, you didn't want to kiss Carl again, did you? You're like, oh, I well, can't go back there. Well, Dr. Carl, Alan Fletcher is one of my best friends. So <laughs> now we're so close that I'm like, if I have to kiss you, this is, this is just going to be weird. So... Um, anyway, they presented this storyline at the beginning of the year and I had felt like that I'd challenged myself and done a few other things. So that was another big reason too. I wanted to play different roles and have different kind of experiences. So yeah, is that really so weird time. kissing a friend then? Yes. It's, don't pretend it's you weirder don't than kissing a stranger, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then you try not to laugh like in between as well. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe and you should have. Like, um, so you did that too like, well. Ooh, let's pass. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should have said no just to leave Carl and Susan alone. Oh, I can't help myself. 
are fun too. Like I just love those guys, mm. and I really had an amazing time on the show. Um, now, also, mini- you must be watching I'm a Celebrity. Get me out of here intently this year because you, you're on it last year. I know, I was, wasn't I? Are you Nick? getting FOMO or? God no. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. I I haven't watched every episode, but um, when I when I was watching, it did. Yeah, it brought back a lot of memories, and I don't know. I've actually even gotten a bit teary in some of the shows because it's really overwhelming. Yeah, like, it's so hard to be away from your family and friends. Um, I've noticed that they haven't really mentioned about being starving or stuff, but I haven't watched the full thing. Oh, so, they've and got we a were different so contract. Hungry. I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? Are they eating? Like, we never ate. So. But Warnie yeah. was getting his ciggies during it, wasn't he? He was allowed to sneak off and have a dart. I think he was, wasn't mm-hmm. he? He was in this season just before me, but um, yeah. You didn't get any of that I don't think they're allowed stuff? to do any of that. Well, I don't smoke ciggies, so. Maybe you're right. Maybe they've got I different sort of... a pancake. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they've got different sort of rules where they're like, now they're allowing to, them to have a little bit more food. I think they, they do. Did, yeah. yeah, they look... They don't look hungry. <laughs> you guys look really good. Are you comparing Happy. the weight loss with them when they come out of the jungle? You're like, hey, wait a minute, that wasn't even Hang hard. Hang on, that's not even hard. I mean, you can tell that it is hard. I mean, they've lost two people already, let's be real. Oh, yeah, but two, two weak people. Like, you got to look at the, the type of person that's left. How many days did you last, Tomic? Oh, three. <laughs> how about you? Oh, nine days. Natalie, how about you? 45! Yeah. <laughs> um, you have something in common with our very own Abby Jane Coleman, too, because uh, she was recently on Ramsey Street. Yeah, what? I did, well, not not really in comparing. I only yeah, did like a cameo, actually. but it was funny because I did it with um, Alan Fletcher, mm. and yeah, you he, did it with him. No, it's interesting. Isn't <laughs> <that>? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Wasn't even part of the script, uh, which she is needs weird. To go to hospital. Traumatized. Have an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> we need a doctor. That doesn't help. I posted a photo of you know with. Um, Dr. Carl and also with um, Susan and people like I've never forgiven him like people take it so mm. seriously oh, for, for you but the first thing that I ever did with him like there was all set up and mm. he's supposed to outstretch his arm and shake it and say hi I'm Dr. Carl Kennedy and he goes hi I'm Alan Fletcher <laughs> <laughs> and that was during filming on, on camera on yeah. camera and I just looked at him I was like He's been there way too long. <laughs> Bless, he needs a break. Yeah. But then I bet you he probably walks around the Westfield going, hi, I'm Dr. Carl. People are like, I oh, know, man. Well, he yeah. does, he does trivia know. nights. He does trivia just nights and plays his guitar and stuff down the local with all the yeah. um, neighbours fans. He loves it. Just yeah. so that he can get free, like, a ticket or something. <laughs> he's, just, he's, just, he's busking on the side of the street these days. <laughs> but it was no. so much fun behind the scenes and so different as well because you've got a lot of the some of the actors that are coming in from drama schools and they've got their headphones mm. on and they're very serious and they're getting into character. Yeah. And then you've got some of the older actors who are just having fun, kicking back, <laughs> haven't read their lines. They're like, oh, I know. I've got this. And they just go on <laughs> I know it's um it's a surreal environment because there's so many people too. I think there's 27 cast now. Yeah. So back when I did it, I think there might have may have been like 12 or 14. That's yeah, twice the size now. I feel like Izzy's going to be so topical with Barnaby Joyce's storyline at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have no idea. Oh. <laughs> really? Oh. Izzy yeah. gets into a Ramsey Street's local mayor or <laughs> what's the <that>? pregnancy? <laughs> Well, there's just, yeah, it's like, you know, she's always done the craziest things, but I feel like when they presented this storyline, my jaw hit the floor oh. and I went, are you serious? Oh. And we just went with it. And so it's a bit out there. Mm. And very exciting. 
It, it sounds like you've lived some sort of fantasy or something here. That well, you... it's so fun to play a character that's that kind of crazy. Yeah, mm. you know, it really is. Well, mm. we're excited. Uh, we'll check you out. Uh, you returning to Neighbours Channel Eleven, uh, Nat Bass. Always uh, fun to have you in the studio. Thanks for popping by this see morning. Ya, see ya. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Ah, uh-huh. oh, good day. It's Tradie Chat Tuesday. Yeah, he looks pretty svelte in his tool belt. He's great when it's time to renovate. It's time to head over to Scotty Too Hotty, our tradesman of the moment, and Abby's husband for Tradie Chat Tuesday. Hey, mate. Hey, Stabby boy. Hey, Scotty. <laughs> How are you, buddy? Mate, you just, you just make me excited every week to get on here, Stab, and you give me a lovely intro. Oh, thank you, mate. Thank Do you. Matty and I make you, you excited? No, I was just about to say, like, Bring him, Matty. You can have a crack at it one week, or you can do pretty bad. Abby's just, yeah, no, not going to get much out of Abby. Thanks, Alan. Love you too. <laughs> With that positivity? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to build you up, yeah, doesn't he? Does. he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, what yeah. a guy. What a guy. Scotty, this is where we get you yeah, on. Hey, you, good champion. You pick the topic of uh, the day. What do you want to discuss today? Uh, Rightio, skill shortages. I've noticed in the. Uh, there's, there's a lot of trades, not long young apprentices coming through at the moment in the uh, in our building game. So, chippies, concretes, sparkies, you know, apparently there's a very shortage of them. Mm. Oh, I read so about this article. Just but... Sort of bringing them to yeah. attention, like, young blokes, what are you doing out there? Get amongst it. But isn't this a good thing, though, Scotty? I read this and I was like, yeah, but then if there's no other carpenters, then can't you charge more? Yes, honey, that's true. Don't go for a job, guys. Just stay out. <laughs> <laughs> that was a 180. <laughs> how do you, how do you yeah, go no, no. with an apprentice, though, Scotty? Because there's a lot of talk of that uh, people are just too soft. They don't, want to, they don't want to actually do work now. They just want to get money for nothing. Yeah, I find that, um, you know, back in the day it was pretty like when I thought it was young. You used to get practical jokes pulled on you and all that sort of stuff. I know, and, you know, you didn't have a mobile phone. <clears throat> So you weren't, <clears throat> excuse me, so you weren't sort of, you know, your mind occupied with that mm. sort of thing, I suppose, because a lot of kids these days, you see them around the building sites, they're on their phones half the time and, mm. you know, and practical jokes, I suppose that's sort of... Not allowed anymore. Now, work know, work health that, and safety, so. yeah, yeah, they sort of ruin everyone's fun. Don't they? But I don't know, mm. it, do you reckon it is harder though for, because the apprentice wage is crap. Like, I know it goes oh, up like year by crap. year mm. and it's so low. But it's like, I don't know, it feels like apprentices had to do it back in the days, but no one wants to earn that minimum wage anymore. Yeah, well, young kids are probably right there, Abby. Ah, Jesus, eh? Uh, yeah, right there, Abby. Probably like <laughs> a lot of kids are getting paid a hell of a lot more to go do other stuff right. than um, than do apprenticeship because yeah. it takes four years, so yeah. you but, do uh, get pretty crappy wage. I remember when I worked at McDonald's when I was 15, there were guys there who were 19, 20 who were doing night shift flipping burgers and then doing their apprenticeship during the day. Yeah. It's just what you, you had to do because you knew after the four years you get paid the proper money, you've learnt your thing. But I get what you're saying, Scotty, whereas now if you, you're on a work site and you ask someone abruptly to do something, they get crack the sads and then uh. they call HR and it's all, wah, they asked me to actually do something. But isn't it the same here, though, at work where you kind of go, I remember a lot of people used to volunteer and I used to do like anything at the radio mm. station, but now everyone's like, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go on a reality show and get my own radio station, like job. Does that happen with tradies too, Scotty? Hey, I was on Married I'm First Sight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go on the block, yeah. <laughs> well, here's well, a... I'm just, I'm thinking, um, you know, the way that everything's going, they're going to have robots for everything and 
15, 20 years, you're not going to be able to do trades job. Like, no robot's going to be able to do a trades job. So, yeah. I think it's going to be sort of the only job that you still need someone that's not a robot to do because it's, it's gives always us confidence. changing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gives us confidence. Well, I'm not working in 15, 20 years, I'll tell you that much. What are you yeah. going to be doing? Sitting on my fat ass. <laughs> 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 All right, good on you, Scotty. Good to chat, buddy. We should open phones on this. Well, let's get a little talk yes. back here. Let's go 13, 10, 16. Mm. Softest person you've worked with. Did you work with someone who is just soft? And do you think that get, kids are getting softer and softer? Yeah. Any, Not just trades. I okay. think you could open up to any workplace. Uh. This is the opportunity for you to have a big old whinge. 13, 10, 16, get on the phone. Scotty, good to talk, buddy. All right, guys. Have a good day. What well on the goon rafting, too. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you, hon. Good work, guys. That's awesome. Right. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Oh, g'day. It's Tradie Chat Tuesday. Every Tuesday we hand control of the radio station over to Scotty Tuhotty, Abby's husband and a renowned tradie of Brisbane, and he throws out a topic. And today he was talking about apprentices and have they got soft? Are they wanting to go straight into the high-paying jobs and not willing to do the hard yakka to get where they need to get They're to. They're saying we're going to have a shortage. There's going to be no carpenters, no plumbers in like 20 years' time because no one wants to do an apprenticeship. Imagine yeah. imagine how much you're going to have to pay for a plumber then. Mm. Ooh. They're expensive. I don't know how much they are now. Are they? oh. They're the highest paid traders. Yeah, aren't they? they are, yeah. Well, when you're dealing with that sort of stuff, you'd want to get paid a bit. Mm. Uh, Tom is on from Ashgrove. Have, have people gone go. soft, mate? What do you think? Oh, well, I'm a Sparky, and we had this guy uh, come work for us. He was just doing a bit of work experience, and uh, he physically couldn't climb ladders. What what trade were you doing? Uh, electrician. Yeah, you'd need to, <laughs> need to get up a ladder occasionally. So what, what, what do you mean? He just he didn't have the strength, or he was afraid of heights? No, like, he physically was so frightened he couldn't climb the ladder. Had he oh. not realised what industry he was getting into. Like. Yeah, well, the next week he rang the boss up and said, no, nah, I don't think it's for me. It's not for me. Yeah, it's yeah. not for me. Yeah. There's ladders involved. Yeah. So I'll specialise in cul-de-sacs. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deb, you're on. We're asking about uh, about terrible, terrible work ethic. Yes, yes. I work in the electrical industry as well and um, had a young apprentice once that was complaining that he was asked to dig a trench to lay some cables. Right. So the foreman told him to go down to Bunnings, pick up a bag of concrete and uh-huh. harden up. Yeah. He put an official complaint into the union. Oh, he did. Oh, no. He did. Wow. He did. Went through head office and everything. Wow. And did it get upheld? Like, he did his complaint? No. No, no. no. Maybe no. he could just turn around and go, no, I seriously wanted him to buy some concrete. Yeah, Thank we needed it for the trench he was going to do. It's true that, every, like, people get their feelings hurt so easily. Yes. Like, uh, Billy, you're on. What have you got, mate? Yeah. Morning, guys. How are you? We're, We're good. good. <laughs> uh, many years ago, I used to work in, a, in, a, in an avatar. I was a um, senior knife hand on a boning line. Mm-hmm. And um, this young guy came in for a job, got the job, and about an hour later, he came up and just said um, he needed to go to the toilet. So, yeah, fine, no worries. And he was gone for a little while. So I got the job of going to investigate to make sure he was okay and walked into the toilet, and I, I sort of called out because the door, the door was locked at the cubicle. Yeah. And sort of got down on the ground, and I, I got no answer. So I got down on the ground and had a look. Yeah, saw some gum boots because you got to dress up in whites. Yep. And um, I left it at that. Went back to work, and then got sent out again. And got a, felt a bit funny because I still got no response. So yeah. I went into the cubicle next door, 
jumped up on the loo, looked over the top, and this guy had gone in, locked the door, dropped everything, left his clothes, and he climbed the wall and took off. Where's <laughs> the boots there? Where's the boots there? So people thought he was still there. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, God. Oh. you got to give it to him. He <laughs> might be a like pussy, a but he's smart. pillows in a bed. Yeah. Oh, that would give oh, me yeah, some time. He was a real cream puff, for sure. <laughs> Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. This is right or wrong. Because a mum has got slammed on net mums, which sounds like a non-judgmental pairing block, parenting <laughs> block, as they all are. As they all are. They're just warm fuzzies, I call them. Uh, but she has said that she plans to rock a full face of makeup and get her hair styled before going into labour. And she wrote on there saying, hey, just want to get everyone's opinion. A few of my family members think that I'm absolutely mad for wanting to get this, but I am going to book in to get makeup done and get a fake tan and get eyelashes put on before giving birth. Why do people do that? Which Why one? Do they, which one? I just want to get everyone's opinion. <laughs> no, never in the history <laughs> of the world yeah. has anyone ever said, I want your opinion, and then left going, I'm glad I did that. that you worked. know what, she, you know what she should have just done is scheduled it all in and went, Oops, I was caught off guard. Yeah, it just happened to have it done. But exactly. no, she she had it booked. I mean, she had it booked uh, to be induced on Tuesday, so she knew when she was going because in. Because her beautician was available on the Monday. The thirteen ten sixty one. No, is this right or wrong? Because I kind of look at, it, I go, look, you don't need lashes. Like, let's be honest, because giving birth is supposed to be such a natural thing. Uh. But at the same time, I, I admit that I curled my hair because I had a scheduled C-section because the first one was emergency. Mm-hmm. And I had my hair, like, I curled because I knew that if I did that, it would last for a week and I wouldn't have to shower. That's that's just pre-planning. Thanks. Yeah, but how's that? That's not any different. If she yeah. wants to, she might not have time. She's definitely not going to have time to get her lashes done again. That's true. Yeah. Oh, now I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Everyone gets so obsessed. Like there is, and I guess it's the the movement of like the the Instagram that people get so obsessed, yeah. and people will post like it was a natural birth. You know, it, it was a water birth, but at the same time they had the perfect lighting and they had a professional photographer, so they could post it on Instagram and have it. Wouldn't the baby really marketed. let you down in that option? No, because they're ugly when they come out. They're all covered in goop and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I remember I wanted to be manicured. Like I said to my husband, like you're gonna have to help me get manicured down there. Why, what are you worried about your toenails for? They're not allowed to wear nail no, polish. No, I meant like other areas because there were so many doctors. fingernails. Yeah, no, there was because there's so many doctors around. You yeah. don't want to seem like you've totally given up on life. <laughs> oh, what, what, what do you want them to go down there and go, oh, that's lovely. A, a, a fine line, a fine line. Not too lovely, but not like she's given up. Oh. I don't know because you always feel like Still you're Still looking be... after yourself. Well done. Well, you feel yeah. like you're going to be compared. And I feel like, I don't know. I feel like you're going to get... I just, I think, I know... When Esther had our children, yeah, I just said to her, "What's the deal, babe? But what do you want me to do? What do you want done? What, yeah. what do we got to do?" I just think I I don't judge because I don't have to do it. Uh. So whatever you need to do to get you through that in the best pop- possible way, go for it. Yeah, I can't remember if Cat did makeup. I don't know. I mean, I, mean, girls, I know I did. I do feel like <laughs> women look beautiful after they've had. A baby with mm. a baby in their arms, and mm. I I'm, honestly mean that. I don't care whatever they look like, whether hair or sweaty. Like it's such mm. a beautiful moment seeing mm. them held a baby for the first time. So then I kind of feel like is big fake eyelashes and the nails and stuff like that is it taking away from the beauty of nature? So that's why I spent such a long time putting on the natural makeup look. Oh well, that <laughs> I love that. I love when Esther says that to me. She goes, "Ah, oh, you know what? I don't care. I'm not wearing makeup today." I go, 
But you are wearing you a tinted. Look, yeah, but it's goes, a tinted moisturizer with exactly a little bit of mascara. You just pinch your cheeks for a little bit of blush. You know, that's classy. Shit. It's tinted moisturizer, and it's F- SPF fifteen. So technically, it's just sunscreen. Yeah, and at the same time, this is the first time my baby sees me. That's what I thought. Like I don't. I want to, I want them to be. Have you done a full three sixty? You were unsure about the lashes. Now it's now it sounds like you're getting a makeup artist as you're pushing in because you you don't want to shock your baby when it looks at you. Have you not seen a couple of people are having makeup artists come in into the labour? No, ward they're get, not. Yeah. Really? Yes. Wow. Good business model though. People are always giving birth. Labour face. Get it done. Yeah. I like it. I'm. 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 If it makes you happy, go forth. Mm, yeah. Each to their own. Well, let's find out what the people of Brisbane thirteen ten sixty is it right or wrong to make that much effort before a birth? Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit one hundred and five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lady has divided uh, people on the internet. She's gone onto a mum's blogging group and said, "Look, hey, my family think I'm crazy for this, but I'm planning on getting a fake tan and eyelashes and full face makeup to give birth." And a lot of people have gone, no, 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 no. No no amount of tidying yourself up is going to make up for the fact you're about to do things in front of a room full of strangers That's you wish me. you hadn't. They used, her family used the word tart. No, these other members have said this online. Oh. Saying don't tart yourself up because you might do number twos in front say, of a... Calm down, mum. <laughs> yeah. And some people have said, look, hey, by the time you go through labour, it's all just going to wear off, so why bother? But 131060, what do you think? Have you done it? We've got Addison from Heritage Park. Do you think it's right to do that? I Yeah, definitely. I did the exact same thing. Did you do a fake tan? Yes, I got waxed. I did fake tan, eyelashes, makeup. What for? What, what? was the thinking behind it? Was it? So you felt good? Yeah, it was pretty much just I thought I'm going to lose all of my dignity. I would like to just have a grasp on something. I'm just thinking about the hospital beds. Do you get fake tan on their sheets? I mean, I guess that's the least of their that's worries. That's the least of their concerns. But I just... No, I, I got the fake tan done like three or four days before, so it was settled, but I had a three-day induction, so I had to keep redoing the makeup right. every oh. 12 hours. Okay, yeah. Pretty right. sure the hospital has a pretty good cleaning regime for the sheets. Oh, yeah. man, you cannot get fake tan you out can't of nothing. You can get it out. Honestly. What about blood? No, blood's actually easier to get out than fake tan. It's I true. Have to give you that. Yeah. Never kill someone who's just fake tan. <laughs> You'll always get caught. <laughs> We've got Lisa from Boo Desert. Did you do the same? Um, I didn't pack my hospital bag, but mm. I made sure I had a fresh Brazilian done. <laughs> Priorities, right? Yeah. Well, no, the lady where I went to the other day, Laser, she said that that's the most common. That ladies won't go throughout their whole pregnancy, but they'll come just at the end. <laughs> so, God. yeah. Were you? Were you? Did you know when you were going in to give birth? No, but it was a like it was a scheduled thing. Okay, yeah. You know, to be to be waxed that time, and it was you know close to the due date, and and we did pressure point massage to induce labour. Uh, right. Would you go as far yeah. as this lady and get a makeup artist into the labour ward? No way. No. Mm. I don't even put makeup on on a regular day. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities. I'm yes. surprised yeah. they would let a beautician into a labour ward. I'm just here to be a coach. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Peter, um, what are your thoughts on this one? Oh, I think she should go for it. Two body. Yeah. Are you, are we, have you got children? Oh, I do. I've got four kids. Have we, have we your missus all dolled up? Yeah. No, no, not on that day. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Look, it's more or less come to me and said that she wanted to 
get all dolled up and all that sort of I'll just say go for it. Yeah. Your body, do what you want. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true. You know, in that situation, anything your wife wants, she, Yeah, I don't think you have a choice anyway. No. I don't know who would yeah. be brave enough to go. Anonymous, hi. Anonymous. Hello. Hey. What do you think about this? Well, I'm due to give birth next week and I have weekly appointments to get my eyelashes done. Just in case? Just so that first photo isn't <laughs> absolutely horrible. <laughs> It's different to, I guess, now because every, there are so many photos taken. Yeah. Like, years yeah. gone by, you, there wouldn't be that many photos. You wouldn't have to look most, at them instantly either. Don't you feel like it's the most non judgmental photo? Like, no one, ex- like, everyone's looking oh, at She's the- let herself go. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> when you're so self conscious, yeah. and that photo's going to be around for, you know, the rest of your life, the rest of your child's life, hmm. I just, I just want my eyelashes to look. Absolutely perfect. To look proper. Okay. All right. Well, okay. good luck for next week. Yeah, good luck. Oh, thank you. Hope your All eyebrows are brilliant. Uh, do you have any pictures of you on your Facebook page when you get back? Of mine? Yeah. Well, yeah, see, mine, mine I, I, I actually looked up at the TV screen and I saw that they put a photo of me on Channel 9 and that's when I was really Giving wished, birth? Not giving birth, but after they put the photo up. She was doing a weather cross. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 is, that, is that Coleman? It's stormy days ahead. <laughs> Dana, you're a midwife. Hi. Hello. Um, yeah, I'm a midwife and I've seen quite a few women have gotten their hair and makeup done when they've come in um, for labour. Mm. Usually if they have a scheduled C-section, yeah. um, yeah. induction can take days and days. So I mm. presume, yeah, after that you're probably not looking as fresh. Mm. Dana, do you feel like the people that have the, the C-section because they know going in, they, they seem to be the most, I guess, superficial at that time? Um, I don't think so. I think it's just up to the woman. Like yeah. sometimes they've already had a previous section. Um, yeah, it's just really up to them. I don't think it really matters though. It's it's their choice, and um, if if that's what they need to do to feel good about themselves, or then so be it. Yeah, you've never had a lady stop during labour and go, wait, 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 my eyelashes come off. No, <laughs> no, that hasn't happened. We're yeah. not doing this now. <laughs> Put it back in. I don't look great. Are you trying to find photos I of am. me now? I am. I'm trying to find photos of you f- from your children, but unfortunately, is they're all just... Is that a strange thing to Google? No, no, no. You go. On There's your Facebook one. page. There you go. There's mine. Oh, yeah? You look like you've... Give me... Give me. Mm. I'm, on your Facebook page, is just all you getting drunk with your tongue out. So. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, no. you got a bit of something on there. No, I actually don't, so thank you. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, you look good. Thank Should you. give up the makeup. I'm just joking. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Everyone is watching it because everyone seems to be bailing out of that bloody jungle. Uh, so what are they going to do? They're going to get someone else in there. And it's going to be fun to watch this guy. Um, Paul Burrell is on the air. Good morning. Good morning, Stab, Abby and Matt. Morning. Do you know How are you? We're good. We're good. Do you know what you're getting yourself into? I mean, I know you've done this over in the UK, but this is like full on. This is an awful long way from Buckingham Palace. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm heading into the the jungle in um, South Africa with a bunch of Aussies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give me? Well, you were Princess Diana's butler for many, many years. I imagine you'd be able to handle all sorts of weird people. Well, I I don't know. I mean, I... uh, I reckon the African jungle is not going to be as harsh as what it will with UK media. 
<laughs> oh, that, listen, there are bigger snakes outside of the jungle than there are in it. Yeah. Yes, there yeah. are. <laughs> I know that. So I've lived it, and I've, I've, I've been at the rough end of the stick many times, but I'm really looking forward to going down to South Africa. Obviously, the big thing with these every year is, you know, we've got a couple in ours this year who no one really knows. Um, you know, there's a couple of models right. and things like that. You're quite well known uh, as, as being one of the closest oh. friends of Princess Diana. How do you how do you think that's going to go right. when, when you get there? Are you going to be the person who fronts mm-hmm. it and introduces yourself and says who you are? Or are you going to let leave it awkward and see if there's a couple of people who don't know? No, I don't care who who doesn't know me, because I just go in there as me. I'm just an ordinary guy. I've been thrown into extraordinary circumstances. And I'm going in to meet a bunch of Aussies that, that are celebrities in their own fields. I'll say, hey, guys, I'm Paul Burrell, and um, I'm pleased to meet you, and let's get to know each other. Being on the UK version, so you know what it's like, that when you're in the jungle yeah. for so many hours, you forget that the cameras are on you, no doubt, and you just start talking with fellow contestants. And I want to know, was it hard in the UK? Were you very private about your experiences with the royal family? Is there certain things that you can't talk about? Well, you know, when I came down to the Gold Coast to do the British version, um, we're, in, we're sat there in the jungle, you do forget that people um, are watching. And I used to think to myself, who's watching this? Mm. This bunch of people sat around a campfire. It's very easy to, to get led into that world of, well, no one can listen to what yeah. you're saying. I'm just going to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Because my mother always told me the truth is always the truth. And if I only ever say the truth, it can never be... Uh, uh, broken down it can never be denied it's the truth but you have to know how far to go yeah and we are making a tv show at the end of the day you have to be entertaining to a certain degree and i hope that i can enlighten um the the australian public and tell them of my experiences within the royal family and illustrate that by stories what is the queen really like oh because I think you should know what she is like. What is she I like? like? <laughs> I, I, I would love to ah. meet her. No, you have to watch the show. No. Oh, there's I one wanna, question. I, want to... okay. I need to know from you, though, then. Here's yeah, one question. On. And I know you, that you've got yeah. to be careful with what you say and all that of kind course. of stuff. I just yeah. want to know, are you invited to any weddings this year? <laughs> well, the invitations haven't gone out yet. Mm-hmm. Are you expecting to be no, invited to know. any weddings? Well, I love those boys. Mm. Yes, they I, are. I used, they are their, I used to change their nappies. Um, but you, what you have to understand is the complexity of all of that world. Um, I don't live in their world anymore. Yeah, of course. And they don't live in mine. And it's a very different situation. But yeah. I will explain that when I'm, when I'm sat around that campfire. But there's so much more I want to say. Yeah, of course. Um, I, won't be, I won't be stuck for words, I won't be stuck for stories. I'm going to give it my best shot. I'm going to be brave. I hate snakes. <laughs> I'm going to go in there. and I, I do. I hate snakes. I'm going to be thinking of the queen, the royal family. She could be watching. Yeah, yeah. She's the queen of Australia too, you know. Yes, we know. It reminds us every time we spend money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anthony Mundine well and Bernhard <laughs> Tommy have... Uh, something else in Australia. <laughs> they, they have left the jungle. Did you know anything about them? I have been watching. They gave up. Yeah. I won't give up. 
Well, you will not see me walk. They didn't have a butler. You will see me give my best. <laughs> you know, everyone's going to be happy now. They got a butler to look after them. Well, I'll be the royal butler. Yeah, I'm very happy being a servant. Because when... you know a servant's always in charge. Ah, oh, yes. We watched oh, Downton like Abbey. It. We know. <laughs> when did you sign yes. your contract? Carson, Carson is in charge of Downton Abbey. It's not Lord Grantham. <laughs> so, when did you sign your contract? Did they come? Did you? Were you signed under the show before it went to air, or did they come to you after Mundine uh, and Tomic left? No, I was signed a long time ago. Yeah, right. So you were always going in. Yes. Right. And actually, we were talking about this on air, Abs, and you tell us as much as you can. In past years, the celebrities get paid dependent on how long they last in the jungle. We're thinking maybe it's different yes. this year because everyone's just bailing. Well, his contract you, is different. Yeah. Do you still just get the same amount of cash whether you're in there for an hour or if you're in there for a month? <laughs> You'll have to ask my agent. Oh, well, let's ring him I, up. I, do you know what? I I have no idea what the fee is for, for, this, for this jungle appearance. I have no idea. I just wanted to do it. Yeah. I, how could I not want to do it? I did it in 2004. I never thought I would get the opportunity to do this again. But do this in such a royal way. Well, I hope okay. you're getting paid the for it. Butlers, if you have no idea. The royal butler's coming to town. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> well, Paul Burrell, um, you are you're an absolute gem, mate. You're so much fun. I'm really excited. I think they're I think they're going to love having you in there. Check you out. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Seven thirty uh, on ten. Everything's about to change with you. Good on you, man. Nice to talk. I'm I'm so looking forward to it. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, tomorrow we're going to play Alpha Bucks. It is February 14. It'll be a Wednesday, 8 a.m. Uh, you can win yourself $10,000 cash. And I do believe, if you haven't already heard it, we are going to include Alpha Bucks in the podcast yes, now. because uh. every other time you'll be thinking, what the what hell, hell are we giving you? About? But your yeah. letter for tomorrow, which is the 14th of February, is O for Orgasmic. Cool. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. How hot was it last night? Hot. Like last, you know when you're laying in bed and you feel like you can't breathe because the air is so thick with heat and you just... You have to have a shout out to the people after the storms on Sunday night though that are still without power. Yeah. Because they wouldn't have had fans. There's some terrible things that have happened in this world and that is definitely one of them. It's up there. It is up there. That's horrendous to have to live through that with no air conditioning and no fan. You what? know I disagree. We had the aircon mm. on for 10 minutes last night. No, we and know because you've got the heater on in here. I don't like cold. I don't know what's wrong with me. Even like I'm such a yo-yo dieter, even though when I put on weight, lose weight, it's still the same. I can't, I can't stand the cold. It like gets to my bones. You were cold last night. No, 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 but we put on <laughs> yeah, the aircon. no possible way you were cold last night. We put on the aircon for 10 minutes because this is new for us. We've never had aircon, but we've just moved into a new home that like, we've been renovating. We put air conditioning in because we're hoping to sell it and we know that other people like aircon. And at least when you've lived there for five years, you can go look at the aircon, never been used. Yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. Prestige condition. <laughs> so we turned on the ornamental. aircon for 10 minutes <laughs> and we went outside and we had um, dinner on the deck and then we came back in and I went, whew, this is cold. Hang My on. husband goes, it's really nice. I went, no, it's too cold. What? You turned the aircon off. I oh, so turned the aircon on. Yeah. Left the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the heat. Didn't even enjoy the sweet. Well, we came chill back day. and it was too cold. And I said to hubby, "It's going to have to go off." And he goes, "I kind of like it." And I went, "Shh, shh, shh." <laughs> <laughs> I hear what you're saying, that's and what, I can tell you're having heat stroke. So that's shut why my up. husband never wears clothes at home because it's always. The balmy. I love. I love probably around about a thirty-two degrees. Mm-hmm. Too hot. 
See, I have the same issue with my wife. We always have a pre-bedtime argument. Right. Because unless I can lay in bed and it sounds like there is a helicopter about to land on top of me. You're one of those. Pump that fan. Last night, she wanted to turn it down, and I was almost going to crank it up as high as I could, unscrew the switch off the wall <laughs> so she couldn't get up once I've fallen asleep. Because I wake up, and I'm just sweating. Yeah. It's just pouring off me. It's like a swimming pool over my brownie side of the bed. Everyone must run at a complete different temperature. Men and women, definitely. Yeah, but even, even individuals, yeah. regardless of gender, mm. must. Because I always have this argument in winter, because he always goes, the quilt's too hot. How can the quilt it's be true? Yeah, it is. But it's because I got a hot... got to stick your foot out to cool down. Well, yeah. I got our quilt from overseas because I was like, there, that's over it's in a, London. It's they a tinfoil blanket that they use, <laughs> like they use when they pull someone out of the wilderness. It's like, oh, yeah, that's the stuff. Gets in there with a Mars bar. She can stay in there for weeks. I don't know what's wrong with me. The You're main question I have is, though, why do women feel like their body temperature is the most important? We don't. We actually don't because the aircon. Hey, stab. The aircon in this. Apparently, they don't. <laughs> Apparently, the fact we're not, in here sweating. I'm not getting that. I'm not getting you, that message all across. Workplaces have it for some reason set to 23. It's not reasonable. It's to 87 wear a in jump. here. Yes, that's because I'm in control of the studio. But everywhere else. That's why women never go to the North Pole. That's so not true. Is there another reason? They have gone to the North Pole. <laughs> Name one adventurer who's been to the North Name Pole. Name one guy who has. Edward Santa. Shackleton. <laughs> Santa. Well, Mrs. Claus then. Bite on that she one. She stays inside. She stays inside next to the, the fire. Um, I don't know how. <laughs> cranking up <laughs> the heater. Cranking the heater up. <laughs> well, big fat Santa's in the workshop putting together toys, dying. You'd think he would have lost he a bit of weight, do wouldn't you? Anything. Hey, poor guy. He's going to wear that red suit the whole time, sitting by the fire. Mrs. Claus, like, actually, to be honest, lovely. Well, she's got to put it on. She's got such a short skirt. <laughs> which Santa Claus, which Mrs. Claus are you going off of? <laughs> Tardy Mrs. Claus. Hey. What I dressed up for last Christmas. <laughs> Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Stav, Abby, and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Just, just so you know, the aircon is back on and there's a personal heater in here for Abby now. Yes, um, which Maddie says won't heat up the studio. Nah, but just her area. Anyways. Let's give away some money, Brisbane. 10000 bucks. This is going to start your day off nicely. You can go to work and quit if you like. Well, you could do that. You could do that. But not you, Amanda, because you work for the bank I uh, go for. Oh. So, yes, there you go. In Hello. North Lakes. Uh, what would you do with $10,000? Uh, well, I've never been overseas, and I'd love to take um, my family overseas. Um, haven't really decided where, but it would just be nice to go have a family holiday. Just yeah. go anywhere. Well, $10,000 up for grabs, but $50 for each correct answer. Just say pass if you can't think quickly and forgot time. Stav will come back to it. Okay, no worries. All right. All right. Amanda, your letter for today is K for koala. Okay. And your time will start when I finish the first question, which is, name something you find in an office. A kitchen. Name something that's easy to lose. Kids. Name a Brisbane suburb. Kedron. Name something you find in the kitchen. Knife. Name a country. Uh, Kenya. Name a woman's fashion brand. Uh, Kardashian. Name a chocolate. Mm, pass. Name an Australian singer. Mm, pass. Name a sport. Cricket. Oh, no. Oh, no. you were flying. Oh. You were flying. I got $300. Yes. $300, $300 huh? 
Well done. Can I just say something too? Yeah. My husband and I also fight over the aircon, and I just wear a dressing gown. So he has the aircon, I just wear my, my comfy dressing gown. Yeah, that's not how it works yeah. at Abby's place. Bring the lingerie in here, we'll crank up, we'll crank up the aircon here, and you can wear your dressing gown. Thank you for that, Amanda. Um, I was just about to say, what a great job you did. I, I hope your mind wasn't on the aircon and not on this. It was. Uh, but no, really well done, hun. For ones you passed, you. Um, a chocolate, uh, you could have had a Kit Kat, and for Australian singer Kylie Minogue or Keith Urban. Yes, yeah. Yeah, but really well done. $300. Thanks so much. Amanda, what do you think if we had a studio tracksuit for Abby? So we could just have one on standby you know here? That would, be, that would be so comfy. I think that would be good. We could do that. Oh, it's up my... to you, Abby. It's but up I... to you, but I, I think that'd be com- comfortable to wear. But it's like the aircon affects my like breathing and stuff like that. I've still got my um, doona suit here. Oh, well, that's... Yeah, that's different. If it's not the cold, it's just the... No, you know, Amanda, the she's she's tugging at the heartstrings now. <laughs> no, she can okay. breathe fine. Oh, heartstrings? No one cares whether I can breathe or not. That's not a heartstring. I just feel like maybe I should have a... What do you need then? You a want a mask too? Yeah. Tomorrow, we're going to get a tracksuit and we're going to get you a mask. Look at our producers going, are we, Maddie? Yes, we are. And if you won't go and get it, I'll go and get it. I will actually do something. Oh, let's do that. Let's keep into that one. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I found love. Stav, Abby and Matt. For me. Postcode dating. Finding love for people, or at least a date, because it is love week, I think we'll all agree, in Valentine's Day, and a lot of couples go, oh, I've got to get presents. But, you know, a lot of single people go, oh, it just reminds me that I'm single, mm. you know? So we're trying to find people love. And I was reading research that said a lot of guys won't travel further than a couple of suburbs for love. Do you know they don't want to start a relationship with someone who lives yeah. far away? So we thought, what about if the love of your life was living next door? And that's why it's postcode dating. So we are joined by a very beautiful 26-year-old Emma. Good morning. Good morning. You're a little bit nervous? Just a little bit. Just a little, <laughs> little bit. But in her words, you only live once, right? Why not do this? That's right. Live once and you've got to take opportunities when they come around. So I thought, let's give it a go. Are there? Do you look around when you walk around your suburb and see hotties about? Oh, definitely. Where are, where are you? Where, where about? So I'm in Umanto, so I've got like a lot of defence families and mm-hmm. like defence force around the area. So, so definitely walking around. So your postcode is 4305. So men, or if you know a man who's single in that area, get ready to call 131060 because like you just said then, it looks like you might be interested in someone maybe in the defence? Maybe. Um, I'm open for anything, really. But you can't, so you can't go up to someone and go, hey, you're single. You, you, no, you can't. And you literally, like, that's the problem is that you can go out one night and you're like, mm, is he single? Mm. Or yeah. is he single? And, like, I don't know, you can't. Why can't you ask, though? Because they're, they're wives right next yeah. to him. Or, like, <laughs> or possible girlfriend, maybe sister. Like, you just don't know these don't days. Know. And do you mm. find, because you've got two beautiful kids? Yeah, i got two little girls. They're my world and... Um, I guess people do see that as baggage, but they're not. They're just a little bit of extra fun. So you're open to dating someone with kids? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yep, or someone without kids. But do you find Either that one. guys aren't going to pick you up because they presume that you are already taken? Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah as soon as they see you out and about with two kids, they're automatic, oh, she's taken. Mm. You, know, you, don't, you don't wear a wedding ring or anything like that. No, so, no. See, I, I would have thought that would be the check. That's what you do. Yeah, but you, you're always keeping your options open. No, I don't wear it. No, I just got an allergic reaction from my wedding ring. That sounds bad when I say it out loud, but <laughs> my husband doesn't wear his as well. Well, it's not about what you want to get up to in no, your I spare just, time. I'm just um, saying maybe you need to ask the person. 
just ask them out, right? Yeah, yeah. So what do you want in a guy? I know you said a defence, but what sort of things do attract someone, you? Or? Oh, someone who can have a laugh. I'm all about a really bad joke. So if you've got really bad jokes, bring them on. Um, well, well, well. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay, cool. What else? Um, so someone who's nice and who, you know, has kids or doesn't have kids but is willing to be open mm-hmm. yep. about children because I had two, so. Yeah. Right, well, 13, 10, 60, here's the go. Uh, fellas, if you're in the Umanta area or one postcode either way. Yeah, yeah we if don't you're mind. around, so mm-hmm. 4305 or around that area. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I found love. Stav, Abby and Matt. For me. Postcode dating. Yeah, we're finding love with someone that could be next door to you or just down the street in a postcode close to you. So this morning we are joined by 26-year-old Emma, who lives in the postcode 4305, who's looking for love. Yes. Or at least a date. Or something, a date. A date. Yep. Something. Just something. Give me something. (laughs) (laughs) Now, how this works, some guys that live in the area around there or the exact one have called 131016. Now, they're going to ask you a question, Emma. Okay. And if they like the response, they're going to stay on the line. If they don't like the response, they're going to hang up. And whoever is left, you get to choose who you want to go on a date with. Okay. All right. So are, you, are you nervous? Are you? I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm going to take it as a come. See what okay. happens. All right. Well, first off, from 3006, uh, Corey. Morning, Corey. Good morning. What's How are your, you? Good. What's your question for Emma? My question is I'm all about pets. Are you a cat or a dog person? Well, I'm definitely a dog person. Mm. Cool. Thank cool. you. Okay, cool. Good. Oh, thank you. Good. Except that you're not into cats at all, Corey. Beg your pardon? You're not into cats at all? No, I've got two dogs. Two dogs. <laughs> there you go. Do you have a dog, Emma? I don't have... Well, I've got four dogs at my parents' house, but okay. I don't have one at my house. Yeah. I love that. That's all Corey needs. You're into dogs. <laughs> yeah, Sweet. Keen as mustard. Yeah, Corey's I hanging around. I like that in a guy. Dogs. Yeah, I always feel if a, guy, if a guy can really look after pets and it's a passion for him, then they can look after you. <laughs> so be careful just, then, I guess. See what you're doing. Yeah. What? Don't strike me out just because I don't want a pet. Okay? I just think it says a lot about a character, someone who likes animals, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Pets are too much work. It's See? not all about you, can't you, go on Maddie. holidays. It's not all about you. This yes. is about the guys and Emma finding love. We've <laughs> okay, got Stuart right. from Red Bank Plains, which is 4301. Stuart, what's your question for Emma? Uh, how you going, guys? Um, Emma, are you willing to date a guy that has that has more kids than you? You're willing to go date a guy that's got more kids than you. How many are we talking about, Stuart? I have four. That's like a minibus. <laughs> oh, I settled down. Isn't that funny? No one thinks they can look sexy driving a minibus, do they? No, not at all. <laughs> Like, I drive a little ASX and I'm, you know, got my ticket. Well, Stuart's a removalist, so I guess you have a oh, big truck. <laughs> oh, no, I'm an extra, I'm nothing too big. So, so six kids. Imagine a bit of a preschool going. Mm. Oh. <laughs> what do you think, Em? I go to work with a preschool. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not, there's, I guess there's nothing wrong with that. Like, oh, you're lying. Yeah. That is <laughs> such a lie. Just say no. You want, let's go, let's be, be honest. You can be, you can be Look, honest. Uh, Okay, I'll hang up on him for you. Six is a lot. Six is a lot. God, do you oh. find it hard, Stuart, to date with four kids because of, I guess, people get overwhelmed? Um, well, they don't overwhelm me, but when people see me walking in the shops with them, you know, yeah, they think, oh, he's got to have somebody, but really, I don't. Mm. Just a lonely man. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Poor Stuart. Bye, Stuart. I'm going to hang up on you, mate. See you, buddy. I got rid of him. You just said 
Paula Stewart, and then you hung up on yeah, her. Yeah, well, he doesn't want to hang around in this awkward situation. She got rid of him. You did look at me like, oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, all right, let's. Do, okay, moving on. We've got Matt from Flinders View, which is 4305. What's your question for Emma? Hi, guys. Hi, Emma. Uh, Emma, given your dad's a prison officer, how do you think he'd feel about you dating a 44 year old? Probably not okay with it, considering my dad's listening now. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to ask him. What's your, what, what's, what do you think about dating a 44-year-old as a 26-year-old? Is that... You're as old as my dad. Mm, mm. Uh. Who's your daddy? <laughs> Stop, it. Stop it, Matt. What is... Wrong with you? You need to sit out of the studio for a few minutes, I think. <laughs> Just why the adults talk, hun. Is that okay? Um, so what's, what's your view? Let's be honest. Is it too old? Yeah, I think so. It's too oh, old. It's too oh, sorry, old. Sorry, Matthew. Sorry, Matt. You sound amazing. Okay. Sorry, right. Matt. No sorry, worries. Matt. Well, though. Yeah. Mm. All right, he's hung up. Can I come back in now? You can come back in. <laughs> come back in. <laughs> On the right side, by the process of elimination. We've got one left. We do. Congratulations, <laughs> Corey and Emma. You're going on a date. Awesome. Hi, Corey. <laughs> do you, Hi, how, do you, how do you like the fact she picked you? <laughs> I like that a yeah. lot. <laughs> Now's the time to tell you you've got six kids, Corey. Fess up, mate. Come on. Yeah, no no kids for me, just my fur babies. Okay, and I guess <laughs> yeah. we have to ask how old you are because if you're over 40, you're in big trouble. I'm 25. Hey, hey okay. Ticking all go. the boxes. All right, well, we're going to check in with you guys in a couple of weeks and see how things are blossoming. Best of luck. I think right? we should also check in with Stuart in a couple of days and just check he's all right. <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I am loving Channel 7 and the Winter Games at the moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know half the sports, but they're exciting to they watch. Are. Who would have thought that ice skating could be such an exhilarating sport? Are you watching the figure, figure skating? Figure skating? Or no, are you no, watching the speed skating? The speed skating, oh. they go round oh. and round and round. See, I like the figure skating. I think they should combine the two and you have to speed round and round and round in the mm. dress. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't know how these people don't get cut. They're the sharp oh, looking blades. All the, time, yeah. the other one is skiing, though, and uh, we need to fall in love with it even more because we've brought home a medal, baby. We've got some silver. Yeah. Some silver in the cabinet. Um, and uh, the guy who won it is Matt Graham. His brother joins us right now. He is celebrating in a pub, I believe. Hey, David. How are you going, guys? We are good. We, are you still celebrating at the moment or have you left the bar? Yeah, no, we're still celebrating. I think it's about 6 o'clock in the morning here right now. Wow. And um, we've, we've pretty much taken over the pub. Um, we've, got, we've had the Australian anthem and all that sort of stuff playing in the pub and we've got flags up and, oh, it's going nuts, guys. It's oh. unbelievable. Oh, you're gorgeous. Well, thanks for chatting to us because I'm sure that's the last thing you want to do in the morning. But where is your brother at the moment? While you are celebrating, what is he doing? Well, he did come to the pub. Briefly, um, unfortunately, he couldn't spend the whole night with us um, because obviously he had his press conferences and all the drug testing and all that sort of stuff after his event because he went so well, yeah. of course, um, getting the silver medal. Um, but it, yeah, it's, it's been awesome. Like The vibe here has been amazing and there's so many Australian supporters here and yeah, I, I can't even describe it. It's, 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 been, it's been unbelievable. I sense a couple of verses of horses coming up real soon in your future, Dave. Yeah, well, that song did come on a few times tonight. <laughs> <Go> on, <Dave>. <laughs> <laughs> how, how is that, though, that they, you know, he wins, it's time to celebrate, and they say, congratulations on your great feat. By the way, here's a cup. Can you pee in this? Because we might want to take back your medal. I know, it's, it's a bit tough, but he did, he did pass all, the, uh, all those 
kind of drug test. Uh-huh. Which is, um, yeah, but you shouldn't yeah. cheer, always, though. Always good. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> that, that yeah, is that cheering sounds like you wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? You have to be like, well, standard. Yes. Oh, well, you, you, you just never know what someone's hidden in the cod roll. David, it might have been his fault. To win. I know. Like, Matt did the best he could on the night. And um, tonight he put he put down his best run. And um, it was good enough to get the second, get the silver medal, which was... Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Well, I was just saying, it's a, it's amazing yeah, for got, Australian. It's an amazing for Australian to win a medal at the Winter Games. What was your upbringing like? Where did he used to train? Well, we grew up on the central coast of New South Wales, and our parents. They, I think my, I think my old man started skiing when he was like fifteen or sixteen, and he got my mother into it when she was thirty. And um, us as a family, we all started skiing. I think Matt started when he was three. Wow. I was seven, and then there was four of us, and um, yeah, we just went from there. Got in the got in the local Paris program down in Jindabyne, the local local snowy mountains of Australia, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we just went from there. And Matt and I both competed on World Cup for a while, and yeah, right. he kept going. And David I didn't quite get. Didn't quite get there, but he did, and yeah. he, he, he smashed it. So. How many, um, bro? How so many beers have you had tonight? <laughs> how many have you drunk? Oh, oh, just a few. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing, you were doing a you're doing a great job, David. You're Very doing good. Job. I mean, yeah. I mean, we, no one else can tell. We can tell, but no, no one else can tell. You're doing great. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, buddy. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I'm doing pretty well considering no. six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You, you are, are, you are. We were just saying. We were just saying. If we were with you, you'd be like we're arm in arm, though. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like we'd be hugging, yeah. going, "Mate, you're doing a great job." Yeah. Oh, you got you, you guys should see the pub we're at. It's 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 incredible. It's called the Nuts Bar, and we've. We've got all this Australia kind of paraphernalia like all over it. We've got Australian flags, everything. We've got land down under playing in the background. Why don't you take a and video? Every single Australian. Yeah. Yeah. You take a every single every every Australian is here is at his pub right now. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Will you take a photo or a video? Incredible. <laughs> let him go, Abs. I just let him go. Sorry, so we'll just with a okay. <laughs> He's done. He's oh, done. It's, it's absolutely amazing, and and Matt was here, and when he walked in the doors, like it was the whole place erupted. It was incredible. There were there were a few Americans, but they kind of they kind of went to their corner and kind of sheltered themselves. <laughs> and um, uh, 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 yeah. All righty. Well, we got to go, been, mate. It's, it's been unreal. Uh, lovely to talk, mate, buddy. Say congratulations you to your brother for us, and uh, we'll be in touch tomorrow. Okay. No worries, no worries. Hope you guys get get in touch with him because I'm sure he's got um he's got a lot to say. Thank right, you, Hunter. Send us a Thanks, photo Dave. of the bar. Uh, that is David Graham, the brother of Matt Graham, who took home silver in the skiing at the games last night. Um, it's Stav Abby and Matt here at Hit 105. I I want to be yeah. standing over him when he wakes up. In a couple of hours and goes, oh, God, what did I, what did did I, I say? What was that? <laughs> Who did I talk to? Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. To finish a show, just clearing, like a clearing, getting everything off your chest. Like I've got a cold. No. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just me? <laughs> Or a car park's getting smaller and smaller. No, you are a bad driver. No, I'm not. You're a bad at I'm parking. I'm great at parking. Yeah, you are, if you have an hour. I'm cautious, is what it is. But I want everyone to know, including our boss, Ego, when you're in the car with me, mm. 
and I go into a part, mm-hmm. and then I reverse out, and then I go back in, and I open my door and look down, and go, <laughs> I don't want to be that annoying person who's parked too far over, so I go back out, and then I go back in. I go back out one more time, see my reflection in the hairdresser in front, and go, oh, I'm a little bit out, I'm going to go back in, come back out, go back in. You don't need to make comment on that. I know it was bad, you know it was bad. Nah, let's just not speak of it. Thanks, but no thanks. Can you parallel park? Yes, I can. I can. I just, I like the perfect park. Mm. You know, you pull up, someone's on your line, you're like, get off, get off my line. Mm. (laughs) Hey there. Hill on the way to school pickup. I do school pickup every day. Good. (laughs) Except Thursdays. I don't like it when you miss a day. That's awkward. (laughs) It's one of those hills, you know those hills that... It doesn't even look like a hill, but by yeah. the time you get up the top of this thing, it's like you've lost two Sherpas. It's a rise. Yes, it's a slow, it's a slow in- incline. Yeah. And then so you look back to see this mighty beast of a mountain that you have conquered, and you're not even that high up. No. But you feel like you're lightheaded and you have to acclimatise to the lack of oxygen up there. You forgot to bring a flag, so you have to go back down and get that. <laughs> Absolute nightmare. So there will be no school pickup today, Rory. Fend for yourself. Thanks for knowing. Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. All right, there we go. The show done and dusted. Uh, any extra business anyone wants to discuss today? Any more movie trivia knowledge you've got for us there? No, that was all I had. That's your only movie trivia knowledge? Yeah, I don't normally like it, but you know, that's one of my favourite movies, mm. love, actually. I'm going to go to the movies on the weekend. What should I go and watch? That's a question for you, Stav. Uh, you date? Yeah, me and Esther. Fifty Shades? No, I don't think she'll really be Have you be seen the other that. two ones? No. You'll no. still follow the plot. <laughs> um, uh, is it that good though? Is it? More, I feel like that's more of a hype movie. I you think know, you people... have to go and see it though. It's one of those. Scotty likes going to see it because he finds it really funny. What about when he gets? Does it? They say that that movie gets ladies in the mood. Is that right? Mm. Yeah. Fifty Shades. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that was my point. Uh, I don't really know what else is out at the moment. Black um, Panther's out, isn't oh, it? Black Panther's supposed to be amazing. Amazing. Um, oh, what's the one with Hugh Jackman, The Greatest Showman? Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? No, but it's, no. A, it's got good reviews and yeah. it's a good date movie. I it's like a musical. You don't like musicals, so you're no, headless don't. in um, Beauty and the Beast when uh, anytime they start what's singing. What's Insidious? Is it Insidious? Insidious. The, the Last Key? Uh, yeah, that's another in oh, the I franchise. Tonya. I, Tonya. You gotta oh, I, Tonya. You got to go see I, Tonya. It's got Margot Robbie in yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is worth seeing. It's supposed to be good. She does most of her own skating except for the triple axel, which she couldn't do because it was too hard. Or Molly's Game. Fair enough. Molly's Game with uh, Jessica um, Chastain. She plays a poker night organiser, an illegal poker night organiser, written <gasps> by Three Aaron billboards Sorkin. outside of Epping. Epping, Missouri. That's Missouri. supposed to be brilliant with yeah, the lovely Frances McDormand. Based on a true story. No, it isn't. Oh, what? Mm, no. Are you so, sure it said that? Yeah, he saw he saw billboards in another country, but not about the yeah, It's not a true story. Um, the f- original question was, can you suggest a movie? Not can you read out what's on eventcinema.com? <laughs> three, three, bill- <laughs> three billboards are supposed to be outstandingly good. Right, that's the one. Lock it in. It's not romantic, though. And it's uh, pretty dark. It's all right. Uh, really? Yeah, kid gets killed. Fifty Shades it is. <laughs> Stab, Abby and Matt. Stab, Abby and Matt.